Welcome to the Australian Digital Health Agency podcast, supporting health professionals to realise a healthier future for Australians through connected healthcare. Hello and welcome to the Australian Digital Health Agency podcast. I'm Dr. Andrew Rochford, and today we'll be talking about the My Health Record in Community Health. But before we begin, I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are broadcasting from and in which you are listening. I wish to acknowledge their continuing connection to land, sea and community and pay my respects to them and to Elders past, present and emerging and extend the respect to any Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples joining us today. Joining me on today's podcast is Dr. George Margellis. George is a medical doctor with a strong experience in software development and marketing. His interests are in improving quality and delivery of healthcare utilising information technology. He's currently involved in development and implementation of innovative healthcare solutions delivered over the internet. His specialties include medical and health-related software application development and management, and he is the independent chair at the Aged Care Industry Information Technology Council. Thanks for joining me, George. Thanks for having me along, Andrew. And joining Dr. George and myself is Tom McMillan. Tom is an experienced health and education manager and musculoskeletal physiotherapist. He has a unique allied health perspective and the ability to seek out opportunities for healthcare integration. He is skilled in information technology with a strong business and financial background. He's an executive director and owner of the Physio Plus Group, which provides multidisciplinary allied health services in private practices, private hospitals, aged care, occupational health, and elite sports. Two very experienced and capable guests. Thank you also for joining me, Tom. Glad to be with you, Dr. Rochford. So to kick things off, I might go to you first, George. Um, can you just give us some idea on how the My Health Record is used in community health? Sure. So put it in context, my main focus over the last few years has been in aged care and looking after older Australians. And as you look at the delivery of aged care in Australia, whilst we have a lot of people in residential aged care and they've gotten a lot of visibility over the last few months through the, through the course of various issues, the bulk of older Australians still live in the community. They live quite happily in the community, often in their own home or sharing a home with a family member or in some sort of supported accommodation in the community. So when we look at that population, they're the ones who who get the majority of healthcare services in Australia. So my health record for them really is a game changer because for the first time in their long healthcare journey, they actually have access to information they've never had before. They have access to their last set of prescriptions, the doctors they've visited, their vaccination certificates. They can they can see when drugs have been dispensed. They know who which doctors they've seen, and their family and friends who help manage their healthcare journey also have access to that information. So, as we look at older Australians you know, going into the 70s and 80s, and you know, Australia has one of the longest longevities in the world, so we. When we talk about old in Australia, we no longer mean 50 and 60 year olds. We're talking about 70, 80 and 90 year olds. Having access to their data about their healthcare journey makes their life easier, but also makes the job of their healthcare providers a lot easier because they can access information that often people forget to mention, not for any uh, wrong purposes, but if you've been on this earth for 90 years, that's a lot of healthcare data that's been captured about you. So. In aged care, it's a really, really useful tool, which will make their healthcare journey better, make the delivery of those services more efficient and more effective, 
and will actually enable us to actually get a, a set of data that, that will give us a better understanding of what the status is of our older Australians as they live in the community. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible to, to think about, you know, obviously the importance of information, but the importance of taking all that information over such a, you know, a long and rich life and putting it in one place where it can kind of help guide decisions about their care, but about, uh, you know, so many other things. Tom, you know, how do you see in your practice and in your experience the My Health record playing a role in community health? Thanks, Andrew. Um, so in my uh, clinical work, what I probably see uh, where, where my health record has a role for me is in chronic disease after severe illness and after hospitalisation. And I'll share with you an example, which isn't a 90 year old patient. I had a young chap present to me just recently um, in his 20s, and he'd unfortunately been involved in some trauma interstate and he had a broken femur, which was wonderfully repaired by the local hospital there. Um, and as any young person destined to keen to get home, he travelled back to his home in regional Queensland, um, having had that surgery. And he did, really didn't have specific details about um, what that I would need to optimise his rehabilitation and his return to sport. He didn't have a local orthopaedic surgeon. He didn't have planned follow-up, and he hadn't been to his GP. Um, and in previous times, I might have spent a couple of days trying to chase down the information and signing some releases, release forms with the patient, having them sent away, waiting for a response. Um, but with my health record, all of that information, I, once I logged in, was available to me. I could see the medication that he had. I could see the doctors that were involved and, I, and their details of where to find them, where I needed them. And, and the accessibility of that information and the time that that saves me is of great value and really just lets me focus on doing what I do best and making sure that patient receives the best care. Yeah, I think until you've been in that situation where you're trying to track down patient information, and, and I've been there in an emergency department, um, timelines are obviously critical in that circumstance, but trying to track down information and the difference between having a My Health record to use versus, you know, other forms of uh, of previous record keeping, whether it's handwritten or filing cabinets and just spread all over the planet. I mean, back in the days when we used to fax things to each other, I mean, I don't think people truly understand just how much of a difference that saving of time within community care um, impacts not only you know, the quality of um, the patient's experience, but also the quality of the healthcare worker's experience. Do you, do you agree, George? Look, I think that's that's a really important point. I mean, you know, when you're a junior medical officer, you spend most of your time finding reports, finding x-rays, finding data. Um, and as you progress into the community, you know, the time we spend with our patients is limited by the time we have to spend doing other work, including finding extra, finding reports, you know, accessing data about patients. So, Streamlining that process so that when someone walks into my office, I've got in front of me a linear history of what their healthcare experience has been, who they've seen. So if I need to contact their GP, I can look up GP consult if they have and have a name and a, and a phone number of someone if I really want to physically speak to them. But often the documents that they, they will upload, if it's a shared summary or if it's a, a referral letter, will give me all the information I need to actually make high quality decisions in real time rather than say you have to come back in two days time after i've dug up all this information and the reality is you know as a busy practitioner once you've finished with one patient another patient comes along so that disjointedness just makes it even more more complicated so being able to have access to the all that information at that point of care when that person is sitting opposite you have that open and robust discussion about what we do to do next is a real time saver for both the clinician and the patient
Thanks, George. Tom, can you provide us with any other examples of the benefits of using the My Health Record for providing care in the community for the person receiving care? Thanks, Andrew. Yes. So, as a clinician that works in regional Australia, I see tr Australians that love to travel, and we do love to travel, and we haven't been able to do that for a little while internationally, but we always travel domestically, and our region where I live is home to many, is temporary home to many of our visiting so-called grey nomads, and they, they come up here with their health conditions and with their chronic diseases, and um, we know that for people, as George has been saying, that continuity of care is really important. If we don't have some continuity or we don't have the information we need, we risk fragmented care, we duplicate tests, um, we have those challenges we talked about with finding information, um, and, and we have challenges with finding and recalling medical histories and where someone's been and who they might have seen. My health record effectively solves all of this, so in my everyday work, I use it all the time to know that and I can see a person who's got their um, shoulder injury, but they've also got diabetes and they've also got some other chronic health conditions. And I can see who they've seen in the past if I need to access um, those details or, or even um, find out where they might be stopping next or, where they, or who their normal GP might be at home. And the ability of this record to follow a person wherever they go um, is of immense value to the patient and to the clinicians providing care. I, I think what's more is that in an emergency situation, if you were away from your normal place of residence and your normal GP, if you're in an accident or you're rushed to hospital where people perhaps didn't know you, as you would be aware, Dr. Rochford, my health record's got a function that allows an emergency department to look up your information in a case of an emergency, and that might lead to quicker help for you and it might save lives. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we've been in that scenario where time is is actually life and death when it comes to, you know, understanding information and gathering that information. And I think that, you know, that can't be understated. Um, George, are there any additional benefits that, that you think are worth mentioning? From an aged care perspective, we see often a transition of, of care. So people you know, start off independently at home, aged care services start to come in at some stage, providing them initially with personal care, but then with more clinical care. And they may progress all the way through to residential aged care. And each one of those transition points is a place where a lot of data often gets lost. So having that linear long-term record means that we can actually avoid those little speed bumps along the way. And uh, you know, often going into residential aged care is quite a traumatic experience. Everyone, the whole family is quite in, in quite a bit of turmoil. And when you've got someone asking you, you know, what sort of blood pressure medications did grandma use? that information gets lost in the transit. So those transition points are really critical. They make a big difference to the quality of life of the individuals. And my health record, because it transverses all those, it's not a record just for your GP or just a record just for your residential aged care. It can transverse the whole gamut of care, including allied health. Because I mean, one of the big shortcomings we have with a lot of our clinical records is that they're just the doctor's records. But the reality is, People like Tom provide fantastic services to people that we need to know about. Their local optometrist will often know more about their eye health than their GP would. So that, that information, you know, all those combination of records makes a huge difference. So really excited about my health record going forward as it adds more clinicians into the, into the game and also the ability for, for individuals to put their own data in. I mean, you know, if people are using alternative medicines, if people are using vitamin supplementation, often that information is totally lost to us. But the, with My Health Record, they have the capability to add that information into their My Health Record. And again, yeah, five years, 10 years down the track, that information may be very critical to the decision-making process.
So we've given examples of, of where it's useful for the young, where it's obviously very valuable for the old. But, I, you know, I'd like your thoughts on on who you think, you know, should be using the My Health record and, and who within the community can get those benefits that they might not um, know now, whether it's clinicians or whether it's consumers. Tom? Thanks, Andrew. Look, patients can access their own records, and I think that's uh, that's wonderful. It means that they've got their own repository of information. There's no longer a need to remember who you saw three years ago in March on a Thursday because you can actually look it up. Um, you can recall your prescriptions and you can find out your medical history if you didn't, if you weren't already aware or couldn't recall. And so I think it's actually really valuable for patients. And there's a role in the record in improving people's health literacy, I think, in the long term, um, which is good for everyone. From a clinician perspective, everyone should be using it. And I think uh, that's GPs, pharmacists, specialists, hospitals, um, allied health providers like myself, um, imaging providers, and certainly most of our big imaging providers are uploading to the record now. Um, as George said, we use it in aged care, um, nurses use it, and, and we know that it's a really important role in Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander health services. Really with my health record, the more people that use it, the more value it gains because the, the more people contributing, um, the more information that we have and the better picture you've got of someone's overall health. George, what's one thing that you wish you'd known uh, about the my health record when you first started using it? Look, simple things like the fact that it just captures the last two years of MBS items so that people know from a consumer's perspective what services they've received because often you just sort of, you know, go to your doctor and go to your, your, your optometrist and go to your physio and you sort of really don't know what's been happening. So just having a capture of those MBS items, I think, is, has been an eye-opener for myself and for, for, I'm pretty sure for a lot of consumers. The fact that people can upload them, one of the big, very interesting, exciting areas in aged care, of course, is around advanced care directives. So the ability to upload it and have an advanced care directive centrally available because... Yeah, unfortunately, you don't know when bad things happen. I mean, yeah, yeah, we sort of make this assumption that we'll age in place and when the time comes, we'll all have our, all our documents stored away in our little filing cabinet in our home office. But the reality is, yeah, bad things can happen anywhere. And uh, having central access to things like uh, advanced care plans are really important. To, to your earlier question, I mean, who should be using it? One of the big challenges we face in healthcare, of course, is that most of us don't worry too much about our health until something goes wrong. And Unfortunately, we don't know when something's going to go wrong. I mean, we, you, know, you can be 80 and never have never seen, been to hospital or never gone to a doctor, or you can be 18 months and require congenital heart surgery. So getting in the, in the, into the process of, of using my health record as your repository, as more documents go in, and this, we talk about the network effect. I mean, you know, the, the, the old story used to be that when there was only one, one phone in the world, it didn't have a lot of use when uh, Alexander Graham Bell was saying, speaking to the other side of his room. But as a million people had a phone, all of a sudden there's more, much, much more reason to communicate. That network effect is really relevant in my health record as well. As more healthcare providers access it and add information to it, that means that further down the track, other healthcare providers will get more value out of it. And it becomes almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy that uh, the more data in there, the more useful it is, the more useful it is, the more we use it. So I think from a clinician's perspective, there really is no excuse not to use it. Yes, you know, it may mean a few more clicks on your mouse. It may need you to, to get a PKH certificate, all those sort of things. They're all you know, short-term pain, but the long-term gain in being able to access data about patients long-term is great. And from a consumer's perspective, the fact that you, know, you control that record. They're all very good points, George. 
Thank you. Tom, is there anything you'd like to add um, about the thing that you wish you knew before you started using My Health Record? Look, Andrew, I think that one thing that would have been valuable to me before I got started was probably just to understand more about um, software types that were conformant with the record. As a clinician, there aren't too many software platforms um, for clinical use in allied health that are conformant with the record. I just add something to that. I mean, I think Tom makes a, a very important point there. So in the general practice world and in the medical world, we've had conformance software for quite a while and we've become accustomed to its use. So we use, we view My Health Record and access My Health Record through our normal systems. In aged care, we're just going through that same process that, that Tom talks about in making the, the, the aged care software that used in residential aged care and community care conformant so that I can access that information directly from my normal clinical system, which where I do everything else, including my time management and my bookings and my prescriptions. So I think that's one of the really interesting points. What we're seeing, of course, is that as the technology is improved, the interfaces to other software becomes easier and more, and more reliable. And that's that's made a huge difference. So the fact is that you should be able to access as a clinician my health record from your normal desktop as part of your normal workflow. And uh, as Tom's pointed out, that has been a shortcoming in the past. That has, but it has been corrected, especially in aged care. And I know it's also been looked at in allied health. But then the call goes out to people developing software to think about how you integrate those things into your applications from the outset, rather than try to patch them on afterwards. There's always ongoing questions and, and people that don't completely understand the My Health record and the benefits of it, you know, sometimes are, are apprehensive. Starting with you, George, I mean, what can you tell, you know, clinicians as well as consumers um, about the My Health record to reassure them about the benefits of using it? The whole healthcare system is built on a basis of trust. You trust your healthcare provider to provide you with the best quality care. You as a healthcare provider trust your, your patient to give you information that's going to help you make a decision. So building on that system of trust is critical. My health record, from a technical perspective, has some of the greatest security available in Australia as far as keeping the access to the record secure. Data is essentially only available to the individual themselves, anyone they nominate from a family or friends, and registered medical and, and healthcare providers. Because for the first time now, you actually know who's looked at your record. I mean. And realistically, I have no idea who would have picked up my GP record from 30 years ago and, and, and breezed through it when it was a paper file. But now there's an audit trail. So if someone logs into my health record and looks at my record, that audit trail is there to tell me that that's happened. And now the repercussions for them, if that's been done unlawfully, are very significant. Absolutely. Tom, did you have anything to add about reassuring people about the my health record? Thanks, Andrew. Yes. Look, there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of people have a lot of questions and a lot of people have a lot of concerns when it comes to safety and security. I'll, I'll give an example. I had a patient come to see me recently and he said to me that he was deleting his record because he didn't want the police to find out about his mental health history because they might take his gun license away. And of course, I said to him, I've got two, two responses to that. The first one is it's never, ever happened. Um, the police just don't have access to my health record. That doesn't exist. So uh, I said, you can be really reassured that's not going to happen. And of course, my second one was if your mental health uh, is poor enough that you shouldn't have a gun, then I hope you don't have a gun anyway. So um, we had that discussion. But um, it's really important to reassure people, to let people know they've got a choice. 
they can restrict access, they can delete their record. Um, there are so many safeguards in place. It's there's the encryption, there's firewalls, there's the logging process, um, and audit logging, like George was speaking about. And uh, and I have immense confidence leaving my money with the bank. I've got no problem with my medical records being stored on my health record. For clinicians, they can learn a lot more about the security of the system on the My Health Record website, and I think that the information contained there really helps with dispelling the misunderstandings and the concerns that patients often have. Thanks, Tom. I mean, it's been a great and robust conversation about My Health Record in the community, but just to wrap things up, is there anything else that you'd like to add, George? I think the, the exciting thing is where to next. So we've started off with My Health Record. It started off as a fairly static repository of data that enables us to access previous records. But as the whole healthcare system and aged care system moves towards digitization, so as we've seen you know, over COVID time, the use of apps for, for checking in, the, the use of apps for uh, notifying us about risky situations, if we can use something like My Health Record as the central basis of that, those sort of applications, we have an opportunity to add value to My Health Record by new and exciting software applications, be they on your phone, be they you know, sitting in the cloud and accessible via your smart TV, where we can improve the health outcomes of Australians. So using aged care as a classical example, um, you know, the fact that we can use My Health Record in conjunction with other systems to remind people to take their medications, to do some exercise, to even to some degree, even gamify so they can compare their exercise to their friend's exercise or their, their peers' uh, average exercise. Those sort of tools enable us to incrementally increase the, the value of my health record and in incrementally improve the health outcomes for older Australians. So you know, it's, it's not done and dusted. It's, it's the beginning of a long journey. And what's really exciting that we actually have a, a centralized, you know, well-governed system to manage that. In many other countries, what you'll find is that each practice has a health record system. And once you move between practices or when the different types of parts of the service deliver care, they're all disjointed. My health record gives us an opportunity to do that in a single unified way based on you know, international standards and Australia is playing a major role in, in helping develop and, and manage those international standards. And it's the future. What can we add to my health record to make the experience of aging in Australia better, to make the experience of uh, rearing a child in Australia better? Many of you would remember yeah, back in the old days, we had a, a little blue book of all our kids' vaccinations. Well, yeah, my son uh, graduated from medicine a couple of years ago and he needed a copy of his uh, vaccination certificates from when he was three or four years old. They're somewhere in the house. I have no idea where they are. We tore the place apart and we couldn't find them. But nowadays, if he was you know, to be a little bit younger, his My Health Record would have had all that information. He would have been able to deliver that to his employer with a click of a mouse rather than mum and dad tearing the house apart trying to find a blue book from the 1990s. Those are the sort of things we need to think about, yeah, how we move forward, not just stay where we are. Ah, the blue book. That's bringing yeah. back memories, George. <laughs> Tom, was there anything that you'd like to add at the end about the My Health Record that you think's worth sharing? Thanks, Andrew. Well, in Queensland, I can tell you it's a red book and it still exists. But as a father with two young children, I also know that I can access all of their immunisation records online. I no longer have to look at the little red book. Um, you know, we've seen... Uh, immense, it was an acceleration, I suppose, in um, innovation in healthcare through COVID. And, um, and, and we've seen things like the use of tele telehealth um, really grow. And 
Um, the use of my health record just like that is evolving over time and married together with things like telehealth, it's going to see um, you know, our ability to provide services in different locations and support things like rural health um, much better than we've been able to in the past. Um, for clinicians out there, what I would suggest is get into it and give it a try. Um, like anything, like the first time you received your medical imaging um, via a portal, it's a bit arduous the first couple of times you log in and getting yourself set up. Um, but once you've done it and you've gone through those those first couple of logins and you've started to use it, you really see how much uh, how much value it brings. Um, and the key drivers of change for someone like me is I'm a big fan of anything that's going to save me time and allow me to give better care to patients. And that's exactly what my health record does for me. So I'd encourage people, give it a try. Well, thank you, George. And thank you, Tom. Uh, it's been a very insightful conversation about the my health record and its use in community health. Uh, thank you to everybody that joined us. And we look forward to you joining us again on the Australian Digital Health Agency podcast next time.